Welcome to Beyond the Lines. I'm your host, Jason Davis. You can follow this podcast on Facebook at Beyond the Lines Podcast, on Instagram, Beyond the Lines Podcast, and also on Twitter at underscore Beyond the Lines. This episode is sponsored by Samify Crafts. If you're looking for that special and unique gift for birthday, holiday, wedding, or any other special event, go to SamifiedCraftsShop.com. They're your one-stop shop for all your gift needs. They specialize in custom gifts at an affordable price. Not only will you find great gift ideas on SamifiedCraftsShop.com, you'll also find all of your Beyond the Lines podcast t-shirts, tank tops, water bottles, and backpacks. So go to SamifiedCraftsShop.com to order your merchandise and gifts. You can also follow them on Facebook at Samified Crafts. I have a special announcement today. Beyond the Lines is for and about youth athletes. I tried to bring to light the many topics and issues that affect youth athletes. I also try to highlight the positive things youth athletes do away from the field as they do on the field. So I'm happy to announce that Beyond the Lines will be working with the South Pasco Predators Pop Warner football program out of Lando Lakes, Florida. Each Wednesday, a youth athlete will be featured for his or her talents, abilities, commitment, and dedication away from the field as well as on the field. Let's meet my guest that's representing the South Pasco Predators Pop Warner football program. So my guest today that's representing the Pasco Predators is George Newble. He's a football commissioner and head coach for the 14U team. George, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Jason. Well, thank you for being on. I'm glad to have you on the show, Beyond the Lines podcast and Pasco Predators are partnering up to start a new thing where we're going to have a weekly player of the week. And it's more so about what that particular player is doing off the field as well as on the field. So I'm very happy to be partnering up with you guys and recognize these kids for some of the things they do off the field as well as on the field. We're going to talk a little bit about the program and see what it is that Pasco Predators have to offer for youth athletes as well, okay? Sure. All right, so first of all, tell us a little bit about the Pasco Predators program. So we've been around for, I, th- I believe this is year 20, that the South Pasco Predators have been around. I've been with them going on, this is year six, I believe, in my seventh season with them. Traditionally, it's been a strong program in the area. We're Pop Warner. Our conference is called FYD, which is Foundation for Youth Development. So our conference is very focused on not only the athletics, but the scholastics of the kids. And for the top grades, they do offer uh, scholarships for kids every year. I think it ranges from $1,000 to $1,500 per season. And that gets put into a bond for them for college. So other than that, we've been around. We've got a good reputation as far as our culture and our organization and how we handle things. And we have families that come over from other organizations. Here's some horror stories, and they're happy to be with us. And usually when they get to us, they don't leave. We've been actually very fortunate to grow a lot in the last year. Last year, we had 120 football players and about 150 cheerleaders. This year, we have 204 football players and about 200 cheerleaders also. So we have over 400 kids in our program right now. And I think that says a lot to our growth and the reputation that we have. And we're able to do that despite bringing in three more local teams to Pop Warner to our league this season and other teams popping up as well. So I think we have a lot to offer as far as our, our environment and our culture. That's incredible numbers. Man, that's, that's a huge program. Yeah, it's grown a lot and we've had our growing pains too with equipment and everything else that we've had this year. So what is the uh, breakdown of the age groups? We run a football from ages 5 to 14 and we run 
cheer from ages four to fifteen, and plus we last year we started a challenger organization or team where we have a cheerleading team of, for girls with special needs. Okay, we great. We have a few kids from middle school and high school that come to us instead of going to those teams. Awesome. Now, how supportive are the parents and the community of the uh, Predators program? You know, I'd say very. We're a volunteer organization. The whole board is volunteer. No one gets paid for anything. And we do ask our our parents to help out with game days and concession and stuff like that. So for the most part, our parents are very involved with the organization. And we, we like that. It creates a good environment out there when everyone's involved rather than just dropping their kids off for babysitting at night. Absolutely. And the volunteers, they are what make the program go because the more volunteers you have out there, everyone can divvy up the duties and the program runs off of what the volunteers do. Because like you said, no one is getting paid. So that's great that the community and the parents themselves are well involved in the program. Yeah, very much so. And it does help us out a lot. And as far as volunteers, you know, coaching also, it's, it's volunteers and we have a lot of coaches, and luckily we were fortunate for, to have enough people step up. In the growth that I mentioned, we went from having five teams to nine football teams, and I think we have ten cheer teams. So with that, we need a lot more coaches as well. Right. We have anywhere from, uh, I think our lowest team only has three, but most of the teams have at least five coaches, and that's needed for all these kids. Yeah, absolutely. That's incredible. Absolutely. So getting to the real football part of things, over the past month, I've done some episodes on concussions, heat illness, and mental health issues among youth athletes. How prepared are the Pasco Predator coaches, staff, and organization as a whole prepared to handle these three issues? Well, our coaches have to go through two separate trainings. One is Southeast Pop Warner training. It's a regional training that we go through. It's a three-year certification so it's a it's a full day training of both in class and on the field training with a local high school as well as pop warner representatives and we cover everything from tackling to communication with kids to identifying signs of heat exhaustion heat illness heat stroke and what to do in those situations additionally one of our coaches on every team has to be CPR certified so that that person is around at all times as well. And then the uh, USA football training that we do also covers concussion and various types of heat illnesses also. So our coaches have seen it from different angles and different trainings and different perspectives that we feel that they're confident enough to respond in an emergency situation. That's good because, as I'm sure you know, a lot of programs don't have that particular training and education for the coaches. So that's great that the coaches at Pasco Predators were able to provide that need or security in case of something happens. Yeah, we're there for the kids first, the safety, the training, and even going down into the uh, tackling drills we do. We're limited to how much tackling we can do every week, how much contact we can do every week. So it does say a lot for the, the safety that we try to focus on the kids and teach them you know we want them to be football players but we want them to be safe in what they do also absolutely absolutely now the pop warner football league is very competitive then you throw in the fact that you're in florida it's even ultra competitive so on a scale of one to ten ten being the most how competitive is the particular league that you're in uh, you know, I'd say it's very competitive. If you ask other leagues, you know, I see I'm on other social medias and stuff like that, and there's a lot of chit-chat and people talking about how great their teams are and they want the smoke and all that stuff. But when it comes <laughs> down to it, I'm not a talker. Our organization's not like that, but I think that we are a very competitive organization. 
I can speak from my own personal teams and you know, where we've been the last two years. My teams have been in the championship games. I've lost those games, unfortunately, but we've been there. The team we have this season, I think, is going to be extremely competitive at the 14 level. And I think the majority of our teams are going to compete this season. Furthermore, I mean, last season we had eight teams at FYD in our conference, and we've grown to 16 teams. So we've had teams from other conferences and leagues leave them and come to join us, as well as brand new teams start up and join us. So good reputation for competition, and I I think that most of our teams can hang with anybody. Good, good. Now, what is one thing that stands out about the Pasco Predators program over all the other programs in your area? I don't have experience with teams in other leagues, so I can't really say that we're better than them or worse off than them. All I know is what people have come to our organization and expressed to me why they like us better. I wouldn't talk down about any organization, but, you know, I know that with us to play a game, you have to have a certain number of kids eligible for that game, especially in this heat. It's it's a safety issue for the kids. Absolutely. Other organizations will run games with 10, 11, and 12 players, which doesn't make sense. But we have those safety standards. We have minimum number of kids that need to be on a team and eligible. We also have, we're a development league as much as we want to be competitive. So we do have a mandatory number of plays that each kid has to play in a game, whether they're the superstar or it's their first year and they have no idea what they're doing. They will still play in the game for a guaranteed number of plays. So they will get that experience. They will get growth and development outside of practice. They'll get it in the games as well. So that's another thing that we do offer that I don't know that every other league does as far as giving them the playtime that they need. Okay. And so for the families that are looking for a youth football program for their son or daughter to join, why would joining the Pasco Predators organization be a great choice? Again, the environment, the culture that we put on there, the safety regulations, the playtime, and... I mean, we got great uniforms, too. (laughs) (laughs) Kids love that. Yeah, man. uh, I like our colors. We we got some pretty cool uniforms coming this season, changing it up a little bit. So the kids love that. We've got great equipment, top-of-the-line helmets as far as the safety equipment goes. We get them recertified on time when we need to. I think our environment and our culture is really the biggest attraction that we can offer. Okay. And finally, how can families find out more information on the program and where can they follow the program? Our website is southpascopredators.com. We are on Facebook. We have two different Facebook pages. We're on Instagram. Following us on Facebook is where you get a lot of information. You can register through our website. There's phone numbers on our website. My personal phone number is on our Facebook. So I get calls all the time from people I don't know just inquiring about the program and emails and I make sure I respond the day I get the email they, the people usually get a response from me or a call back or a text message or something I'm, we try to be extremely responsive and informative to people that want information about our program great well George I thank you for being on the show I look forward to the partnership this year and of course I wish the Pasco Predators much success this season Thank you, man. I appreciate it. And, you know, it's nice to connect with you on here outside of knowing you already. And um, look forward to continued conversations and seeing you at the field. Absolutely. Well, thanks again. My pleasure, buddy. I would like to thank George for joining the show. If you enjoyed this episode, I ask that you share it with a friend. If you enjoy this podcast, I ask that you subscribe. Please tune in next Wednesday for the featured athlete. As always, thanks for listening. Take care.